So this is Theo Electric Ghost, and we're talking from our home studio. And this episode is called Thunderclap Comes the Storm. And um, it's about the stream of consciousness and the expanse of sound. So a lot of what we do is we are a DAWist producer, and a DAW is a digital audio workstation. So a lot of what we do is we um, put together our songs <clears throat> in an old school method with hardware sense like our Juno GI and our Moog grandmother and Moog drum machine, the DFAM, all of the stuff we've got. And we'll talk more about the hardware we have. Um, and we and record kind of like back in the day when we were um, going to college when we were like 18, 19 years old. We had a CZ-101, and then we traded it up for a Roland D5, which was a dumbed-down <laughs> D50, a linear synthesizer. And we had a Korg sequencer that you would load diskettes, because this was like a 256-voice um, multi-trimble um, synth. And, and so we had a, a Tascam 4-tracker, <clears throat> and we would sequence like multiple lines with the with the Korg sequencer and then and then bounce them down to like you know a four track that could do maybe eight tracks you know, a cassette and then we go put the cassette in our car and listen to it um and so we we always liked that kind of style of recording we kind of shied away from getting you know ableton pro tools and all the other tools because um when we looked at it it's like we well, really like recording that way because um recording like this old school way because then we don't have any compression we don't have to wait for rendering <clears throat> and then we just kind of punch in it you, you do have to play the material and 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 you, you know, we use our sequencers and drum machines and things to try to keep time um but you know we're not using the grid to keep the time so then we if we want to do something interesting we're not locked in and we'll talk about that because we're going to be getting a new device that's actually going to lock us in more um but Overall, what we like to do is we go on Facebook Live, and um, a lot of times we'll go and do a jam session and we'll record it. And so this, like, thunderclap comes the storm is a, is a really raw recording, and the mic is a little too hot. We're probably going to have to re-record it. But we captured uh, this whole kind of feel, um, and it, it was this kind of psychosexual thing that Josephine does all the time. Now, Josephine Electric is my alter ego i've created her through subtractive synthesis through the use of a vt3 or vt4 in this case i believe i was using the vt3 and um we use the studio electronics microphone uh into an mx1 performance mixer and uh into the zoom r24 which is our recording solution so we used to have an r16 we moved up to the 24 we're thinking again the l20 um <clears throat> so this is our dollless solution. So what we're able to do is take monophonic sense like the Mo grandmother, route them into the MX1 and as a single quarter inch, and then output them as double quarter inch outs right and left, and then we get a hardware stereo mix that goes into the Zoom R24. And then we just do stereo tracks. And, and typically, we don't use all 24 tracks a lot of times, when maybe we'll do up to eight, uh, because a lot of times what we have is a lot of stuff going on from our hardware. So from our hardware, 
we have, you know, what might have a Moog bass line coming in. Uh, we might have a DFAM drum line or percussive line coming in off an Arturia um, 6U rack solution that includes the Arturia Minibrew 2S. And then we've got like the Mother 32, which is our first Moog. And then we got the DFAM, which is the drummer from another mother, which is a great uh, drum machine. We've only got a single one. A lot of people get two or three of them and kind of put them on top of each other. Um, and then we've got um, the grandmother, which was like the latest mode we got. We were lusting after a subharmonicon and a matriarch, but we haven't been able to push the button on those. Um, but with the the setup we have now, you know, we've got one oscillator from the the, the grandmother, two oscillators from uh, the DFAM, and then two oscillators and a modulation oscillator off the grandmother, which could give you another three oscillators. So in total, you could have about six oscillators, Moog oscillators that we can work with, um, which is pretty cool. And then we can sync them together, or we can have them out of sync, uh, create all kind of discordance or uh, more melodic stuff. A lot of time we do a lot of discordant stuff. And we have <clears throat> one of our favorite tools in our Eurorack is the control unit, which is the maths module from Make Noise which allows you to take in a bunch of VCA signals and then change, like radically change something. So we can take a DFAM beat, which is only eight steps and can't be controlled by MIDI, and then control it with, with the math module and put it into an envelope and slow it down, uh, put breaks into it, make it have all kinds of strange behavior on, um, on, on the ramping up or ramping down of an envelope or make it like a random voltage generator and trigger it in different ways, or, or use a grandmother 256-step six, six uh, sequencer and extend you know, the sequencer, which is only eight steps on the base machine. Also, we can use the Make Noise Morphogene, which is a Eurorack sampler, which is very interesting. We can actually use that to drive the rhythm of the DFAM, um, which we do sometimes. And then sometimes we'll take our OPZ and bring it into an MX1 to like an eighth of an inch line, which the MX1 has an eighth of an inch line. So you can bring in iPhones, you can bring in other alternative things like iPods and MacBooks, you know, well, <laughs> you know, iPods and iPads and iPhones that you can bring in <clears throat> through the quarter of inch line, like a lightning cable to a quarter inch. And so a, a technique is sometimes we'll take an OPZ beat, beat of the Teenage Engineering OPZ and sample it into the morphogene and then use that or just have it directly into the MX1 as a beat and then work with that. And then for our, our primary drum machine, it's kind of a weird thing. Uh, we, we, we never got an 808, but what we do have is a JDXI, which has an 808 and a 727 and a 909 and many, many other. Um, classic um, Roland drum machines, kind of like what the Jupiter XM has. Um, so the JDXI is a hybrid um, digital analog synth, and we're able to extend the drum machines that are inside of it with a Arturia BeatStep Pro. And then when we first got the BeatStep Pro, we just manually triggered uh, projects. We put projects together that were in similar timings and then extend the, the the parts by jumping from one project to the next. Uh, they did an update where you can do chain patterns and we haven't updated it since then. Um, but we use the, 
a chain pattern update to actually make songs with it. And so then we can extend an 808 off the JDXI with the BeatStep Pro and there's no lag. <clears throat> so I, like I said, we still can actually have multiple projects that could be in the same time signature and then use that to make very extended jams. Or when we're playing live, we can, we can change the order really fast. You can just hit the shift button and change the order with the pads of, of, of what the drums are doing. So a lot of what we do is we have this ability to do this polyrhythmic uh, drums because we can use an OPZ for drums. We can use the DFAM and we can use the JDXI and we can even use the Juno. Um, and we actually, within uh, the Zoom R24 is a drum machine and sampling capability, which we've used very sparingly, maybe only four times we've used <clears throat> the drum machine inside the, the R24 because it's kind of hard to use. <clears throat> doesn't lend itself to live usage that great. So hold on, we're gonna make another a segment. So this is Josephine Electric, and I'm coming to talk about the rest of this episode. Thunderclap comes a storm, stream of consciousness in expansive sound. Now the fandom was discussing all the things he likes to get into, which are, you know, he likes to get into, um, the fact that he uses all of these uh, hardware sense and you know I like it hard, <laughs> I like it very hard. And um, we like to do these jam sessions. And he'll just start you know on his Moog and start noodling around, and then I'll jump in. And uh, this idea here for the first song, which is very rough vocal because we we didn't separate the vocals, didn't get to EQ it. We kind of was just coming up with a jam, and we came up with this jam. And come with this idea that, you know, in a thunderstorm, he's like the gods are having, you know, making love. You know, I think Zeppelin talked about this before. And so he's like this idea in the thunderclap comes storm or um, <laughs> the thunderclap comes storm. It was originally what we wrote. And then I was like, oh, maybe that's too vulgar. So we say, oh, a thunderclap comes the storm. And it's just basically about, you know, making love in the middle of a storm. And, uh, the consequences of little death all over the soap sheets in the room. Um, so that that's what it is. Now, that song is cool, but we think that the better song from this session is this one called Dark Hair Girls from Another World. And this one, we actually put down the music and then did the vocals as a separate track. And we used the Roland VT4 vocal transformer, which we love to use this machine because what it does is it allows us to um, to do harmony. So you hear, you know, this harmony here is where you can double up on it. And then we can also introduce uh, a megaphone and uh, we can use that. And the megaphone allows us to have an interesting sound, kind of like the gorillas, Damon Auburn. And then we can put the robot in and the robot's pretty cool. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, and then you can, you can take the pitch down a little bit more and do the harmony there. It's a little lower. Or you can get my voice a little bit higher and then it's a little bit more, more voluptuous or whatever. You know, you get into it. So we can adjust my voice however we want with this transformer. In this song, we're kind of talking about how everybody's always talking about how blondes have more fun, but we're saying like dark haired girls have more sway. There's a little kind of witchy thing going on, a witchy woman. <laughs> Uh, the little thing is like it's like a dark princess 
and um, we just feel there's like this whole thing about the dark-haired woman. Um, it is a little more dangerous, uh, a little more more of a dominatrix, which, which you know, that's the role I play. It's not playing a role; it's what what it is. <laughs> and so the idea is, um, after that thunderclap, I really get you know get my whip out, and uh, you know I, I hold sway over over anybody, whether a woman or a man, and we just get into it, you know. And that's this is the nature of of expansive sound. So can we get into it again? We're doing we're doing a megaphone, but we just we a lot of people seem to like that song because it had a really interesting vocal uh, aspect. And we you know sometimes we play with the VT three. We probably should have saved it. We didn't save it, um, but it really came in good at that time. We really liked the way that sounded, um, and it had a really cool feel. You know, as to what reverb, but. Um, yeah, we're going to put this out in a whole new collection of songs. So we went out on SoundCloud. We already created a playlist um, that we're, we're putting these songs in. So the next uh, album that we're going to put out is called Thunderclap Comes the Storm. We're probably going to re-record Thunderclap Comes the Storm and fix the vocal. Um, and then do uh, the dark-haired girls have this ways on here. Um, sweet sugar wall ball. Uh, don't play with GC girls. Uh, Darlin's IV is the TV parts one and two and parts five and six, which we released, but we remastered that and shortened it. The original version was like 12 minutes, and we, then we brought them down so we could master them with SoundCloud mastering with Dolby Labs. It's shameless pitch. Then Katie, my sweet fate, my darling uh, Katie. And then we did a new version. Of dancing and drowning in the shallow waters, and that's the live version that we have on here. And I think that version's like, how long is it? Like twenty-one minutes long. So it's it's a pretty long song. So we we had to like master that with Landar. That's one thing. They Landar can handle things that are um longer than ten minutes, and then if something's under ten minutes, and we use that Dolby Labs. Now, one thing that we're getting into. Uh, that we're going to talk about a little bit is, um, you know, when we want to collaborate with other people, because uh, we use like the Zoom R24, and we we can take in stem files and and we can punch them in, but everybody's working on the grid, and so we really don't like using the computer. So we're going to move to a, an Akai Force, which is a grid-based kind of Ableton Live type of production, but it's all contained in the box so it's a self-contained machine you can connect it with cb and usb and quarter inch to all your stuff and then you can actually import ableton live into it you can export it um what, what, what's cool about it is that we can introduce like uh, somebody's top line as a wave file bring it in sample it rework it move it all around um now the one thing we've heard is it's not very inventive in terms of rhythm that, but you know, we have other ways to do that. We can just record directly into the Zoom and do whatever with it rhythm we want because we're not being controlled by any kind of quantization. So, if you want to do that, and we've heard uh, we're going to talk to some people at Sweetwater and see if there's a way to uh, do maybe alternative uh, types of um, uh, rhythm on the machine. 
But you know, if you want to do something like that, then you're probably going to make noise, uh, zero control, or or subharmonicon, and play with polyrhythmic stuff, or even get a beat step, key step pro, um, so that you can play with that because that has a little bit more control. Um, and we debated getting the key step over the force, but the force is what we want to do is if you want to go out and play live, and not have to bring a heavy footprint, we could bring that as our main controller. Maybe bring our six U, and maybe bring our grandmother, and um, basically control um, everything, and then maybe have like a an an Arturia Key Lab uh, keyboard. So if we want to, you know, get another box, get like an MC seven hundred seven, and bring in an RD piano, um, that might be the easiest way we can bring an RD in, um, or you can get a rolling controller for it, like get get a. Get an MC seven. You could probably even get an MC one hundred one. The cheaper way to get the box to get all those sounds. Get a one hundred one, and then get like a key lab, or maybe get the get a like a Korg. No, maybe a Yamaha uh, controller, like a Yamaha board performance keyboard, and bring that in. Uh, and we actually are working with some a guy who's like a big time Yamaha guy, Kevin Stratton, and hopefully maybe <laughs> Yamaha. Will, Hear us and like, oh, give it, give us some, um, give us one of those, uh, those uh, really cool uh, Nord like boards that they got. And it actually has FM stuff in it too. And it's got the draw bars and all that stuff. So we're pretty psyched um, about all this stuff. And uh, yeah, again, we'll just talk about a little bit about what we're doing. We are doing the PEG, uh, Family Electric Ghost Bedroom Producer Festival from July 16th to the 18th. It, Features all the bands that are willing to come on to this festival that have been interviewed over the last three years um, on our podcast. So on our podcast, when we're not talking about our own stuff, we actually focus on other people's music or acting or art or anything like that. We talk to painters, we talk to classical musicians, we talk to actors like Jess Davis and poets. Um, so what we would do on the 16th to the 18th through StreamYard, we're going to allow people to uh, perform from their home or from their bedroom studio or from wherever and uh, do a 20, 30-minute set. And we're going to do a set, too. Um, and we're going to see where it goes. And hopefully we don't have some big food bars and stuff going on. But, we, you know, we, it's the first time we're going to do it. We're, we're trying to make sure we do it right. We're practicing. We're telling people what to do, telling people how to use OBS with StreamYard and showing people you know how to how to all do alternative productions. You know, some people are sending in peg fours, which is another way to do it, or YouTube video. But a lot of people playing live and so it's gonna be pretty cool. We hope you tune in on our Facebook and um YouTube channels. Uh and we've got that information out there. We'll include it on this episode as to where you can see us. But if you just go to our Facebook, Family Electric Ghost on Facebook, and Family Electric Ghost on YouTube on the 16th, starting at um, 7 p.m. New York time, you'll, right at the top of the page, the stuff will start happening. So, you know, and if you go to our Instagram, Family Electric Ghost, and click on the bio uh, profile, you can get to our Facebook and YouTube link. So that's probably the easiest way. Just go to Family Electric Ghost on Facebook, or go to Family Electric Ghost, on um on all this stuff and do it 
and it should be pretty cool. But we'll talk to you later. We love everybody. Listen to the ghost. And again, be a supporter of the ghost. Get our PayPal me link uh, on our Spotify and our SoundCloud. Donate what you can. Become a supporter of the podcast here through Anchor FM. And we'll talk to you all later.
Yeah. Okay. 